You are listening to the Thinking Effect podcast with Osho Green and Lillian Krigler. Everything starts with a thought. Join the quest to reshape your own and your students' thinking by exploring your usual curriculum in new and exciting ways. In each episode, we share dynamic and practical ways you can ignite thinking in your classroom. Welcome, everyone, to episode six of the Thinking Effect podcast with Lillianne Kriegler and my friend Ortel Green. And today we are asking the question, how can we help students see the forest and the trees? Hi, Ortel. How are you today? I'm wonderful. Thank you. How are you, Lillianne? Excellent. Thanks. You know, we often hear people say uh, about other people, maybe about themselves as well, I can't see the forest from the trees, which tells us that many of us find it difficult to see the small details and also the big picture. So I think it's important to have a chat about it and see how we can help children identify and understand the small details, but also not forget about seeing the big picture. That's right. I I don't know many of our teachers will have seen a cartoon of an elephant and several blindfolded people touching a different part of the elephant. So like the person touching the ear is thinking it's a fan and the person touching the tusks is thinking, oh, this is a spear. And, um, you know, the legs are like a tree trunk and the tail is like a rope. And none of them knows what they're really dealing with because they're only seeing a tiny detail and not the big picture. So it's very difficult to to get a genuine sense of what you're dealing with. Yeah, I love this story about the elephant. I love this metaphor because it's explain and and paint a wonderful picture on what it is. And, And yes, I agree. Often we learn a small piece of information. And if we keep it in isolation, just looking at that small piece of information, That's fine, we gain something out of it, but we miss so much because we don't understand how this piece of information is related to other things, how it it is a part of a bigger picture. And, And as we know, everything is interlinked. So it's important to understand the relationship between different things and being able to see the big picture of how things interact with their environment. That's right. And I love, you know, you described this uh, recently as it's a piece of information floating in space (laughs) without any connection. Um, You know, it's kind of episodic. You see one episode of, you know, a Netflix thing and you just don't know what is going on. So it's true. We have to know how things connect up. Yes, definitely. It's very important for our understanding about the world, our environment and how Everything, how everything is interlinked and how it impacts us, how everything impacts our lives as well. And, and I think that, as you said, we need to be able to see one thing um, as it relates to other. And, and that actually, the way to do it is by being able to zoom in and zoom out. So we zoom in when we want to look at something from up close, which we need to do sometimes. We really need to explore something. Let's say we're exploring a leaf. 
So we need to really zoom in and explore um, the leaf veins and the color and the shapes and why is it in a particular color? But then we need to start zooming out and see how that leaf relates to the environment for other things in the environment. Let's say it's a leaf, that leaf is part of a tree. So what's the relationship between the leaf and the tree? What does the leaf, how does the leaf support the tree? How does the tree support the leaf, etc.? That's correct. I mean, very often, you know, in the classroom, in a nature study, you will hear that leaves have shapes. You know, there's a pinnate pinnate one and an ovate one and a reniform leaf or whatever they are but that's very static information and it doesn't tell us a lot and you know sometimes children get tested on that um, but I mean is that shape really important or is it more important to look at the veins and to think about what are these veins doing what is the function and then to start to trace how that leaf is connected with this little stem you know, and how the parts of the tree go thicker and thicker from little twigs to branches to the trunk down into the roots, and then how the tree is surviving, how it's connected with water and air and sunlight. Um, so yeah, sure, understand what the shapes of leaves are, but then the much more important information for students uh, is to, to um you know, know how these things are connected. And I love what you said about, and maybe you'll elaborate a little bit about making this learning more personal for the students, you know? So I, I think the question you asked and you might comment on that is what does a tree mean to you? Exactly, yeah, it's important. I think once we help students see how it relates to them, how it is part of their life and impacts them, it helps. Uh, make the learning much more richer and it and actually help them develop you know a higher level of thinking because then they'll understand that everything how everything is interlinked and they'll start to think actually how my action how what I'm doing is impacting other people or other things in the environment and if we continue with the example of the tree so we can share with a student that a tree for example create oxygen and we all need oxygen to breathe. Without trees, we won't be able, we won't have the oxygen we need to, to live. We won't be able to live. And so we can elaborate and see how the tree actually support so many different lives because there are many insects living and, and need the tree or birds or other animals. So that tiny leaf that we started with helped the tree grow and, and that tree helped so many other animals live and, and human beings as well and it provides shelter and food and material to build houses from so that single tree provides so much life on its own and if we zoom out even further then we can see a forest and then we can start look at okay what how does the forest impact its environment and what is the ecosystem within that forest this is right. And, you know, once the children start to see this very personal connection, and as you say, they zoom out and see that everything we do is impacting on the ecosystem, that they're part of it, uh, they can select how they want to get involved. And, um, you know, they, they might be speak with other people about looking after 
the environment and they they get a mission and an understanding of themselves as actors in the environment. So, you know, as from that example of maybe we're going to learn the shapes of leaves, which stay in the classroom and, you know, it might be forgotten. So when you're 14 or when you're 25, you never remember that. But you will never forget that connection you had with the tree. And recently in a school where I was working, there's rebuilding happening and they were going to have to cut down a tree Mm. and the children were really quite distressed about it and not because I mean they loved the tree for itself but this tree had also become a meeting place it was called the buddy tree so they had these very external or zoom out connections with the tree and because the educators were photographing and trying to document and work with the children to understand these changes and transformations, they heard this almost for the first time after the children had been using it as a buddy tree for years. And so rather than just let it go, now when this tree is taken down, the, the builders have said they will, you know, cure the wood and they're going to build a, a bench and this will be called the bench from the buddy tree so that the, 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 you know, this tree will have a legacy. But if you hadn't listened to the connections and if they hadn't thought to uh, track the transformation and to realise what that personal connection is, it would never have happened. So zooming in and zooming out is a crucial thing because it helps to establish the connections between things. And I love looking at detail. Believe me, I love taking a leaf and and analysing (laughs) it in absolute detail and finding out what are all the criteria, you know, shape, size, colour, what's going to happen to it in autumn, will it change colour, won't it? But, and that tells us a lot of information, but then connecting, zooming out, connect, connect, connect. You can see how the concentric circles of knowledge expand. I just love it, you know, and, and a lot of the time, we can even zoom in further than we thought. So um, we're talking like a telescope, but if you take a microscope or a macro camera and you go really, you know, into the leaf um, and find out there's smaller details that even the naked eye can't see, children love it. They love it. They love, it's very, very exciting to find out, you know, so there you're bringing the digital knowledge that we have in the 21st century and applying it and using it in the classroom just makes zooming in and zooming out a very exciting thing to do. Definitely. And it's something that I think that children will enjoy doing in the classroom. Well, firstly, I love the story, by the way, Lidian. It's a beautiful story. Thank you for sharing it. But, but yeah, it's a beautiful story. But for teachers, if you really want to show students the full blown of zoom in and zoom out. So Lidian, like you said, you can start with a microscope. So a really close up photo of a leaf which you can't really see that it's a leaf and ask children, what is it? What do you think it is? Let them guess. And then you build up, you kind of zoom out slowly, slowly, slowly until you see it's a leaf. And then you continue to zoom out and you see a tree and then you see a forest and then you see more parts of planet Earth. And then you see planet Earth from outer space. And then maybe planet Earth will disappear because the universe is so so big and wide. So you can really demonstrate children the power of zooming in and zooming out by doing this exercise in the classroom yes I mean there's actually a beautiful book and I wish I could remember the author but the book is called zoom 
and I'm sure teachers will find it. But so to quickly summarize the what of um, trying to help um, students, I'll try to find the name of it. <laughs> how can we help students see the forest and the trees is about giving them the big picture and the small picture at the same time so that they can establish the connections between things. The why is that if we give them isolated pieces of information that are floating around like something in space, they probably won't remember it, they probably won't connect it, and it won't be personal to them. And the how is to give children this understanding and give them the opportunities to do that zooming in and zooming out. And I think the examples we shared with you will give you a real sense of like, you know, how is a leaf connected to a forest and how is a tree connected to emotion? It just, um, it will give you those messages. Absolutely. And we do have something special for teachers today, mm -hmm. aren't we? Yes, correct. <laughs> this, uh, my book, Edu Chameleon, we want people to write to us. So we are sharing our book. So write your experience about zooming in and zooming out. And also, what is our... Um, yeah, please write email. to us. Our email address is thethinkingeffectpodcast at gmail.com. And I'll add it to the description of the um, episode so you can have it there. Correct. So one lucky person will receive Edu Chameleon just as... In the last episode, you've got um, Ortel's lovely book, which is? Think Unique. <laughs> think, think Unique. So until next time, go out and transform the world, which is what teachers do. Yes. And uh, don't forget to join us to the next episode, episode number seven, which will be how can you help children understand different perspectives? Great topic. All right. Goodbye. Bye.